We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Matthew Paris Show. I'm your host, Matthew Paris. Before we get started, make sure you hit that subscribe button right down there in the corner on the Matthew Paris Show. We talk sports. What is happening in the sporting world? And there's a lot happening in the sporting world right now. We have the AFC, NFC uh, championship games coming up. We have the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. It should be a good one. Uh, only four teams remain as we now just three weeks away from Super Bowl uh, this weekend will be the conference championship games. Both the AFC and NFC championships will feature the number one and the number three seed. In the AFC, two usual suspects will duke it out for the right to go to the Super Bowl. After a thrilling victory over the Baltimore—excuse uh, me—the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs will go to Baltimore for an opportunity to play in their fourth Super Bowl in the last five years. Kansas City advanced after beating the Buffalo Bills. They go to their sixth straight uh, AFC title game. Uh, the Chiefs have reached at least the AFC Championship game in each season. That Patrick Mahomes has been their starter. That's six straight seasons of win, uh, winding up no more than one game away from the Super Bowl appearance. <clears throat> and Patrick Mahomes already has two Super Bowl rings, so let's see if he can get a third one. Uh, although the Baltimore Ravens have constantly been a strong team and playoff contender, they haven't played in the AFC Championship game since they won the Super Bowl at the end of the 2012-2013 season. Likely MVP Lamar Jackson has long seen his talents dismissed by NFL fans for his inability to win in the playoffs. Saturday marked Jackson's second uh, ever playoff win, and now he faces the juggernaut that is the Patrick Mahomes and the Chief. <clears throat> it would surely be a phenomenal test in MVP's clutch factor. <clears throat> On the NFC side, the San Francisco 49ers are playing their fourth NFC championship game, but they will not face any of their usual competitors this time around. This Sunday, the Niners will face the Detroit Lions, who have not been to an AFC Championship game since the 1991-1992 season. Detroit appears to be the team of destiny throughout these playoffs. Every fan across the country is rooting for them. If their team can't win at all, it may as well be the team who hasn't won anything ever. And you have to remember, I am now, since the Houston Texans are out of it, they got beaten by the Baltimore Ravens to advance to the AFC Championship game. I am now rooting for Detroit. Hopefully the Detroit Lions can go far. Um, here are some of the predictions from around the internet regarding who will represent the AFC and NFC in this year's Super Bowl and who will wind up with the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, the AFC standings, Baltimore Ravens, they're first in the AFC North with a 13-4. They eliminated Buffalo Bills, who was first in the AFC East, that was 10-6. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they have, they're first in the AFC West, uh, with 11-6. Uh, they eliminated number four seed, Houston Texans. They were first in AFC South, 10 and 7. They eliminated, of course, Houston eliminated Cleveland Browns, second AFC North, 11 and 6. And the Miami Dolphins, Pittsburgh Steelers, and so forth. That was second and third in AFC East and North. Um, AFC Championship game predictions, Sportsbook Wire, it's over 45 points. Sportsbook Wire mentions that four of the last five meetings between these two teams have seen the overhit. As great as both teams' defenses are, <clears throat> the quarterback on both sides is arguably better. Look for both Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson to co constantly battle back and forth. As for a winner prediction, Sportsbook Wire points out that the underdog has covered three of the last four games between these teams. That's good news for Taylor Swift fans and Chiefs fans too, I guess. We'll get to Taylor Swift here in a little while. Um, CBS Sports has Chiefs 24, Ravens 20. Cody Benjamin writes, plenty of fans will be pulling for Baltimore just for the sake of watching someone other than the Chiefs fight for the Lombardi Trophy. 
and certainly the Ravens defense has the tools to keep things tight. But even with Lamar Jackson, Baltimore was uneven with the ball to open its game against Houston. And uh, Kansas City defense under Steve uh, Spagnolio has been far a stinger. <clears throat> the Bleacher Report has Kansas City Chiefs win. Eric Bredston writes, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey got red hot Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, and Isaiah Pacheco was running as hard as ever. Perhaps it was for, for one game and the offense would struggle at times in the 2023 season. Murley, you know, they took advantage of depleted defense. Furthermore, the defense made just enough play to contain Josh Allen, a running quarterback whose ability to escape and make an impact down the field with his legs is as impressive as what he could do with his arm. That's the same thing with Lamar Jackson. The experience will help against Lamar Jackson, the front runner for the NFL MVP award and the most explosive player on any field in which he plays. Uh, NFL playoffs, NFL divisional playoff winners and losers. This is the NFC standings, okay? We're going to the NFC now. San Francisco 49ers, they're first in the NFC West with 12-5. and five. Eliminated Dallas Cowboys, that was first in NFC East, 12-5. and five. Uh, Detroit Lions is first in NFC North, 12-5. and five. Eliminated Tampa Bay Buccaneers, first in NFC South with 9-8. and eight. Uh, then the, the list goes on with the number five eliminated Philadelphia Eagles, second in NFC East with 11-6. Number six was eliminated uh, Los Angeles Rams, second in NFC West, and a seven and seven eliminated Green Bay Packers, second in NFC North with a nine and eight record. Here's the NFL, or excuse me, here's the NFC Championship game predictions. Sporting news: 49ers, San Francisco 49ers 34, the Detroit Lions 20. Vinny Iyer writes. The Lions have had a great run, but it comes to an end, as they simply do not have enough defense to slow down all the 49ers' weapons around uh, Brock Purdy. <clears throat> Jared Goff will be under more duress all game, with his backs being less of a factor than McCaffrey will. Uh, Ayuk and Kittle will also explode, this George Kittle, will also explode for bigger games than St. Brown and Laporte. <clears throat> Bleacher Report. The Bleacher Report has the San Francisco Niners, uh, 49ers winning. Eric Breeston writes, if Aiden Hutchinson and the rest of the Lions defense can get in Purdy's face and force him to make a quick throw, there's potential to force turnovers. Ultimately, though, the outcome of the game may come down to the sheer number of stars on the San Francisco side of the ball and their uh, propensity for coming up big when it matters most. <clears throat> CBS Sports, 49ers 27, Lions 23. Cody Benjamin writes, Detroit, Detroit is a feel-good story, living up to a preseason hype as a hard-nosed fighter, and if golf gets run support while feeding St. Brown early and often, the Lions are capable of the upset. But Jared Goff has also been significantly less effective on the road than at home, and the 49ers tend to take advantage of defensive opportunities. While Purdy and Shan Shanahan proved vulnerable in their decision-making against the Packers, the superior talent is a safer bet. Uh, here's how Super Bowl 58 predictions go. Uh, in Las Vegas. Can't wait for this one. Uh, the covers have Ravens the win. Baltimore Ravens will win. Jason Logan writes, I'm going to back going to uh, going to back the Baltimore Ravens to win it all. Baltimore has proven its medal against the likes of San Francisco, Miami, Detroit, Jacksonville, and other playoff bound teams. Boosty one of the top two weight teams in football and when push comes to shove, Baltimore has the best player on the field and MVP MVP to be Lamar Jackson. The Arizona Republic has the San Francisco 49ers winning. Jeremy Clough writes, Baltimore has impressed so far this postseason, but we, th we think the 49ers could get revenge on the Ravens in this game. 
were up to be the matchup. <clears throat> San Francisco defense could come up with some big plays, and Brock Purdy could be efficient enough to lead the 49ers to their first Super Bowl title since 1995. Uh, the Super Bowl, 58 odds. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers remain favorites, despite a near loss at the hands of the 7th seed Green Bay Packers. Covers list that 49ers as the Super Bowl favorites still at plus 145 odds. Although the 49ers lost to the Baltimore Ravens handedly earlier in the season, the Niners have maintained better Super Bowl odds than the Ravens for the entirety of the 2023-24 season. Fox Sports has the 49ers and Ravens are massive favorites. Fox Sports lists the 49ers plus 145 and Ravens plus 190 as massive favorites for the Lombardi Trophy. The next closest team, team in the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 400 more than double the odds for the Ravens. Pro Football Network has the San Francisco 49ers have been the favorites all postseason. Um, <coughs> Brian Blewis writes, the San Francisco 49ers were Super Bowl favorites entering the postseason, and going into conference championship weekend, they still have the, shor uh, the shortest odds to win their first Lombardi Trophy since the 1994 season. NFL playoffs. San Francisco 49ers need to fix their mistakes, and then fast. So, we'll see here. Who do you guys have as the uh, winners of the AFC-NFC championship game? Comment on the comments below, and, uh, yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see, uh, He's going to go to Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, and it's going to be a fun time. So, yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. Let's, uh, let's move on real quick. Let's talk about Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Guess what? Sports Illustrated just laid off their practically their entire staff. Um, this was the, the year to be the son graduate of Sports Illustrated kids to the real thing. Um... This was reported from MSNBC. Uh, growing up, I waited for Thursdays. This is written by Dave Zirin, who is an MSNBC columnist. Growing up, I waited for Thursdays to weigh the other kids at schoolyard for Fridays. On Thursdays, I knew Sports Illustrated would be waiting for me in the mail. Sports Illustrated is huge. It was always waiting in the mail for everybody who subscribed to the magazine. Um, but yeah, now they laid off all their uh, their staff. Um I snatch every copy as if it were the last piece of bacon at a breakfast buffet. Jump fast first on my blue comforter and devour it. This is from Dave Zirin. Sports Illustrated accounted for a large percentage of all readings, as did as I as a kid. Uh, <clears throat> it bewildered teach, uh, teachers why I wouldn't even open the Canterbury Tales or the Adventures of Tom Sawyer, but would read every word of a 5,000-word opus by Frank DeFord about a high school football coach I didn't know existed. It turned to Peter Gammons to learn exactly why my New York Mets hero, Dwight Gooden, had lost his fastball. Tom Sawyer couldn't possibly compete. Uh, that's true, you know, but you have to remember, Tom Sawyer is a classic. Uh, this is why it's an absolute tragedy here on Friday that some 70 years after his first iconic cover, which featured future Baseball Hall of Famer Eddie Matthews, Sports Illustrated may soon be dead. We are not talking about a typical reduction in talent or a decline in quality. Layoffs have plagued the magazine in recent years. Then there was a recent scandal where Sports Illustrated was accused of using artificial intelligence-generated stories. I did talk about that in one of the past episodes. You can look that up online. Um, 
and fake bylines is skewing journalism for poorly worded dreck around which to frame ads. The Arena Group, which had a license from uh, Authentic Brands Group to publish Sports Illustrated, is laying off a huge portion of the writers and editors. Authentic Brands Group bought the magazine for $110 million in 2019. The magazine's union said in a statement on X, which was formerly known as Twitter, that workers have been told that Arena plans to lay off a significant number Possibly all of the staff represented by the union. Authentic Brands Group has said Sports Illustrated isn't dead. Authentic is here to assure that the brand uh, of Sports Illustrated, which includes its editorial arm, continues to thrive. It has for the past nearly 70 years, the company said in a statement NBC News reported. <coughs> Sports Illustrated articles written by folks like uh, Frank DeFord and Gammons comprise many versions of the great works. Their articles were literary, uh, eccentric, and for me, total canop. Sports can make for storytelling gold. It is no coincidence that some of our finest writers have also lent their talents to writing about sports. For people from George Plimpton to David Halberstam to Ralph Wiley, writing about sports was even where they sharpened their craft, even made their names, and all three wrote for Sports Illustrated. Then there was illustrated part photos, uh, photos by legends such as Walter Loss Jr. Uh, brought the games alive for me, embracing color, then popped off the page. This was all back when ESPN was just a trailer and a satellite dish. Sports Illustrated was where I also learned about how issues of race, sexuality, class, and gender invaded and intersected with the games we love. The legends of greats such as Muhammad Ali or Billie Jean King were only burnish when presented through the eyes of these writers. This is not to say that there weren't blind spots or uh, outdated articles that make you cringe, but even when SI face planted, it put issues on the table and the magazine was taken seriously. When I worked with Sports Illustrated, I believe we wrote an online column. I was dancing on air. It felt like my wildest dreams had been fulfilled, that my time there did not work out was fine with me. I was proud to just have my name in the mix with the alums of the magazine, who had made such a uh, so much magic, you know? Who can forget about the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition? That was always a uh, bestseller for Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated was where I also learned about how issues. Uh, we talked about that. Authentic brand groups. It must be said is a chilling name in an authentic age, um, where brands are more valuable than human beings. Authentic has reportedly ended its agreement with Arena Group to publish the magazine. According to A.J. Perez at Front Office Sports, Arena missed a $3.75 million payment that breached the company's Sports Illustrated license deal, which began in 2019. Perez wrote that Arena Group told Sports Illustrated employees on Friday in a Friday email that had been notified by Authentic Brand Group's ABG that the license under which the Arena Group operates the Sports Illustrated brand and uh, Sports Illustrated-related properties had been officially revoked by ABG. This is the Arena Brand Group. As a result of the license revocation, it will be laying off staff that work on the SI brand. Uh, <clears throat> did you know? This comes from MLB Cathedrals. The first ever cover of Sports Illustrated was August 16, 1954, Milwaukee County Stadium with the Braves. Uh, staff have reportedly been given nine days' notice. Non union workers were to be fired immediately. Uh, in a statement that Sports Illustrated Union posted uh, to X, which is formerly known as Twitter, 
It's NFL editor and union chair Mitch Goddich says, We have fought together as a union to maintain the standard of the story publications that we love. And to make sure our workers are treated fairly for the value that bring, to, bring us this company. It's a fight that we will continue. Arena Group said it's still negotiating with Authentic and for now will still be published a magazine. We hope by the company to take Sports Illustrated forward, but if not, we are confident that someone will. A statement from Arena Group read NBC News reporting, If it is another business we support with the transition so the legacy of Sports Illustrated doesn't suffer. The timing of the Sports Illustrated news is terrible this week. Variety reported that the NFL, which already employs journalists via the NFL network, is aiming to buy a piece of ESPN, throwing the independence of the worldwide leader in sports into doubt. We desperately need a well-funded and trusted national sports media that doesn't have to answer to the professional sports leagues themselves. Um, sports has always been about far more than just sports. It's about life. It's about legacy. It's about it's about uh, how to deal with life, how to deal with personal issues, how to, how to uh, solve problems. That's what sports has always been about. Uh, sports has always been about far more than just sports. Today, it's a billion-dollar taxpayer-funded urban development projects whose impact is felt well beyond the stadiums themselves. It fights over the appropriate posture during the national anthem and uh, cheers for the next war. It's corruption that demands to be ferted out. It's issues of marginalizing and oppression and how they reflect our fault in the world of sports. It's uh, capable of billionaires in charge who prefer to do their business in the shadows. Sports Illustrated used to, used to spotlight the darkness. Now it's just a feature of the night. The news of Sports Illustrated possible demise comes from the same week uh, news broke that Sinclair Incorporated executive chairman David D. Smith is purchasing the legendary Baltimore Sun newspaper with clear plans to gut the paper under the leadership of right-wing flamethrower Armstrong Williams. The stories of Sports Illustrated and the Sun are different, but also the same. Just as I grew up waiting on Sports Illustrated every Thursday, generations of people have depended upon the Baltimore Sun for the latest on local politics, police corruption, and the treasured sports franchise of the city. Um, <clears throat> Mark J. Spears posted up on his X page, Wishing the best to everyone let go from Sports Illustrated. I had an SI subscription as an elementary school kid after I begged my dad for one. I certainly had a profound effect on me. And he shows the uh, the cover of Michael Jordan on that was dated December 10th, 1984 for $1.95. It had a cover of Michael Jordan, uh, says in his rookie year, says a star is born, has Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan lights up the NBA, it says on the bottom left-hand corner. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens to Sports Illustrated. But what do you guys think? Do you think Sports Illustrated is going to go? Or do you think somebody's going to buy it and rebrand it? Or, um, you know, who knows? Who knows? But we'll, uh, we'll see after that. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be, uh, it, it, I can't imagine a world without Sports Illustrated. Of course, we all uh, read it as a kid. Uh, everyone who loves sports reads it. I remember uh, in my school library, there was a Sports Illustrated issue in the school library. So, um, you know, who knows? Who knows? But um, we wish everybody, all the writers, all the best over at Sports Illustrated. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to them. Let's, uh, let's move on to, um, to basketball real quick. We have, uh, let's see here. 
We have in the sporting news, Joel inviting Carl Anthony Towns breaks 45-year-old NBA record with incredible scoring outburst. There must be something about January 22nd on the 18th anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point performance. I remember Kobe Bryant's 81-point performance. Uh, I was in college at the time. I remember watching it in my dorm room. I was, uh, yeah, I was a kid at Texas Tech University. So uh, I remember hearing that 81-point performance. I thought, wow. So I watched it. I heard it the next day. We were all talking about it in class or in the dorm rooms or, or whatnot. But that it was it was truly amazing feat that Kobe Bryant at that time had accomplished. On the 18th anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point performance, two of the NBA's premier big men have paid tribute to the late Lakers icon with explosive scoring performance of their own. <clears throat> First came Joel Embiid. Uh, the reigning MVP of Philadelphia 76ers center scoring a franchise record 70 points, making him one of just nine players to ever reach the mark uh, from the Philadelphia 76ers organization. But before the dust has settled on this performance, Minnesota Timberwolves big man Carl Anthony Towns did his best to match this finishing with 62 points in a loss to the Charlotte Hornets. Together, uh, Joel Embiid, uh, I, I hope I said that right. And Towns become the first dude to score at least 60 points on the same day since 1978. When David Thompson had 73 points and George Gervin scored 63. Uh, yeah, so the reigning NBA MVP and current contender for a second NBA, NBA wasted no time in welcoming 2023 first overall pick Victor Wimbiana to the league, taking down the, his Spurs team with a Herculean 70-point, 18-rebound performance. Um, yeah, amazing. This uh, this saw NBA became just the third center to ever score 65 points on more than an NBA game and also break Wilt Chamberlain's Philadelphia 76, 76ers franchise record for points. To uh, Victor Wimbiana's credit, the rookie finished the game with 33 points out of his own, but it was no match for the current NBA scoring leader, Joel Embiid. Carl Anthony Towns scores career high and lost to Charlotte Hornets. Now, they did lose to the Charlotte Hornets when he scored this uh, career night. A career night for Minnesota Timberwolves player Towns wasn't enough to rally his team to a win, scoring 62, 62 points and loss to the Hornets. Towns had 44 at halftime but seemed to slump late in the game, which allowed the Hornets to come back from down 15 points, stealing a win and throwing water on the big man's big night. Timberwolves coach Chris Finch didn't hold back after the game, claiming his squad had embarrassed themselves and deserved the loss. So it wasn't really nice on what he said on that Timberwolves head coach. Uh, there was always a lot of ways to be immature, Finch said. Um, yeah, so, you know, they, they were totally disrespected the game ourselves, so we got exactly what we deserve. Social media reacts to Embed Town's historic night. With two of the NBA's elite big men having historic performances, social media predictably exploded with everyone left in awe. It's a 70-piece nugget. This is uh, LeBron James' X page. Uh, Bill, Bill Simon said, this Embiid game is real. Lexi Brown, KT got 44 at the half. Embiid got 65 in the fourth. What the hell is going on? Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so... Internet's blowing up. LeBron James' uh, X page, formerly known as Twitter, is blowing up. So, uh, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, congratulations to those who, those two guys for uh, scoring such a historic mark. And uh, yeah, that's about it for our show for this uh, this episode. So 
Guys, listen, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. It's always a great time here on the Matthew Parrish Show. We talk what is happening in sports, what is happening in the sporting world, and we will talk very, very soon. All right, you guys take care. All right.